This is Equip and Engage, a podcast by Subsplash, exploring how ministry, technology, and innovation come together to equip churches around the world to engage their communities. Hey, welcome to Equip and Engage, the podcast from Subsplash. My name is Chris here, part of the Subsplash team, and I'm taking us through just a limited series here, which is called Seeing the Good. We're looking at stories of encouragement, stories of grace, even in the midst of unprecedented global circumstances. Now, today I'm joined by Mike Wilson. Mike is the lead pastor at Sage Hills Church in Wenatchee, Washington. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. Really excited just to jump right in with you and just experience how you're seeing the good in your community, even in the midst of some pretty crazy circumstances. So as we get started, uh, we'd really just love to hear from you like a little bit about who you are and a bit about the community that you're a part of. Yeah, so like you said, my name is Mike. I've been uh, serving as lead pastor of St. Joe's Church in Wenatchee for the last five years. Grew up in Southern California um, and felt the Lord's call for me to move to this small town in North Central Washington uh, called Wenatchee. And uh, the community that I'm part of, it's a small town, um, uh, largely agricultural based. And uh, it's been a huge shift for me from coming from Southern California beach culture into this beautiful little country town called Wenatchee that I love so much. I know it's beautiful out there and uh, actually have several colleagues at Subsplash who are part of your community, part of the church. Um, and so we hear a lot of the stories floating back between where we are in Seattle, big city on the coast to where you are in Wenatchee, which is also beautiful in its own way. So that's awesome. Yeah, right on. Well, why don't we just jump right in? I'd love to hear straight from you, Mike. Where are you seeing the good in your community right now? You know, it's been Chris, it's interesting the way the Lord uh, works together all things for good. Um, it, it typically is for his good, but which is also our good, right? You know, yeah. and um, where I'm seeing the good of the Lord represented in this COVID season is, you know, we have churches that would never have been so closely connected as they are right now. Like uh, St. Chills Church yeah, and Grace right. City Church have been partnering with uh, multiple of the other churches in our town uh, to help them bring about their live stream. Uh, we were doing calls once a week with pastors in town to help them uh, navigate through virtual teaching. And, uh, you know, yeah. wow. I, I, th- I think it's a beautiful thing uh, when the church can fulfill the call of the Lord in John 17, and that is that his church would be one. Now, granted, that's an eschatological statement, but we can see semblances of it on this side of eternity and bring yeah. good to our community when we show a united front. Yeah, I love that. So just this cross-pollination that you wouldn't have maybe experienced in an ordinary season and now something you can totally look back on right in future seasons and years like that's really just a a fond memory that would stand out I'm sure absolutely yeah that's really cool well how are you seeing your particular community change and adapt for the better we're all sort of being forced to adapt to things in light of these circumstances how are you seeing that happen and for the better yeah, and you know, it's it's a. I know this isn't the point for me to give a huge. I love Subsplash commercial, but I do love Subsplash. I remember when we first started <laughs> leading the church through. Hey, we're gonna go online. We're gonna get a church app. And I remember uh, some of the folks who just weren't accustomed to that style would say things like, "Well, what do we need to be online for, anyways? What do we need an app sure. for?" And all, all I could think of this entire time is how grateful I am that we made that shift because this wasn't as shocking to our yeah. local community um and where where it's where it's um where i see the community around me adapting as those who were a little bit 
uh, hesitant towards going online, doing live stream teaching. Uh, they're being forced to. And I think that's a really good thing to get the message, yeah. the gospel out to as many people as we possibly can. Yeah, I'm sure that you're describing many, many churches around the world right now. Um, and it's totally our joy just to be able to partner with you guys in that. So that is just the best thing to hear. I am sure it also really ties into the history of your church. I'm just remembering what I know about St. Chills. You've been in Wenatchee for a long time, and I'm sure that can speak to the fact that it's um, hard to really implement brand new things. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's that's a big part of it, man. You know, we've been a church in the Wenatchee Valley since 1908. <laughs> it's crazy. a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. Man, yeah. well, that's awesome. Really glad to hear that. Now, another question for you. What do you think might be the long-term impact of how your community is responding in this crisis? I think there are probably a lot of things that we're all seeing are not just like a limited time change. Like we're going to have to make do in this way for now. But instead, in months and years to come, the church is going to look pretty different, I think. So curious what that what looks like from your perspective. How do you see your community being impacted long-term? Well, I think uh, there's a practical implication that I would just share that my, my, my church and my staff has been working really hard to make St. Jill's Church hands-free, which is so funny to say, but like, you know, uh, we have very practically, we, we've made the shift to go all hands-free faucets, all hands-free doors, hands-free. So all of that stuff that I just, yeah. you know, if you would have asked me in December, what I would have been spending money on hands-free saint, I would have just laughed at you, but uh, no, but I think it's important that the church doesn't put their head in the sand, that we recognize this is a serious thing, you know? And yeah. so th there's that, but you know, the, the, the larger, more, I'd say even greater impact uh, in, in our, our community, at least in the church world in Wenatchee is, I'll just speak for myself. I think, I think I may have underplayed the value of the Sunday morning gathering or Saturday night gathering personally. Yeah. I feel like I, I just, I may have just like gotten used to it and it had become a lot more just about religious practice. But what I have longed for in this season is that relational connection. Uh, man, oh man, have I underplayed that. And so I think the long-term impact of this is I think people, at least for a season, I mean, we're Americans. And so we only do things for seasons. <laughs> we get really good at things for a season. We'll get really hyper washing our hands and then we'll go back to our bad hygiene. In just no forget time. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think for a season, at least uh, what we're going to see, at least in our town is we're going to see a mass uh, coming back. I think people are going to be so hungry for that gathering and for that worship. And um, it, it, I think that that's going to be a long-term positive impact on the Wenatchee Valley. Yeah, I think you're right. I've been wondering the same thing myself. What's it going to look like when we all return and can actually get out of our homes in a couple of months or however long it is? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be crazy. Keep me posted on that. Love to see what you guys are experiencing months from now. You know, that's huge. Yeah, for sure. Well, just kind of last question for you along these lines. What's one way that you, maybe you personally or you as a community have really innovated or changed things up that you're seeing a benefit from right now? Yeah. So, um, I don't, you know, it was really interesting when this thing happened, like when it hit really hard, uh, I'm a creative type. And so my mind, number one, I love, I love, um, I thrive under pressure. And so the pressure, yeah. like it just makes me create. And so I love to create and be Holy creative. And, and I had, I had, I mean, I had a whiteboard full of ideas of how we could innovate through this process of not being able to gather. And I sensed this, you know, like I sensed this, this, um, this feeling from the Lord that was, 
don't out innovate me. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like even in the, the midst of like this really tough season, I felt like the Lord was again, working some things together for the good. Like we're going to hunker down. We're going to do online church and uh, that's going to be good enough for right now. And so the first part of this process was really disciplining myself not to over innovate this thing, just to yeah. honor, honor the government, which is really hard for me <laughs> to <laughs> honor the government. But, um, I would say this, that, uh, we have begun to innovate in the midst of it without trying to be, uh, super, super, uh, innovative. Like, you know, we went to this, this virtual, uh, online, uh, life group thing that I, I just, I, I thought was such a terrible idea at first, but, um, my wife, who is our connections pastor, uh, just like she was right. I mean, I, I, I joined in for this virtual online, uh, community thing and, and it was a really, really cool thing. And people are still able to connect and feel connected, even yep. though they're not in the same room. And so, uh, we've done a little bit of innovating that way in these groups and we have some more stuff coming out right around the corner, uh, with large group and breakout groups on, um, on zoom calls and stuff. And yeah. so, uh, but mostly, bro, just to tell you the truth, Chris, we, we have really felt called to hunker down, yep. love our families, uh, slow our pace, yeah. and trust in the Lord. Yeah, that's good. There's, I mean, a lot of wisdom in that, humility, empathy in that also, just sitting tight, waiting, um, all the while knowing that God is working in the midst of this, of course. Amen. Amen. That's really good. Mike, thanks so much. I'm really glad just to hear that you guys are, are doing well in the midst of this craziness. Um, and just continuing to see the good in your surroundings. That is huge. So thanks to you, Mike. Also, just thanks to everyone for joining us, dropping in on Equip and Engage. We're going to have some more conversations just like this in this series called See the Good, and we'd love to have you be part of those. So make sure you're subscribed or following so you do not miss out on any conversations that are coming up with other pastors and leaders just like Mike. Thanks again, Mike. Thanks again, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Equip and Engage, where we're sharing insights learned from thousands of conversations with leaders and pastors around the world. To follow along with these conversations, subscribe today or visit our website.